You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George, and I want to welcome you to this edition of Faith Roots, and we're talking about praying in the Spirit. This is episode 18 of this series. John chapter 7, verse 38, and this is the Amplified Translation. He that believes on me, as the Scripture has said, out of his innermost being. You know that word innermost being is translated from a word that is most often translated womb. And I think that's appropriate because we give birth to many things out of the innermost being. Out of your inner man comes this birth. We, we see things. We receive things first in here. That's one of the most important things that you know as a believer, that you receive things inwardly before you see them outwardly. They become real to you on the inside before they are real to you on the outside. Uh, I remember back in January of 1984, I was in prayer, and I've told this story a hundred times, so forgive me if you've heard it before. But uh, I had a sense that uh, we needed to stop and pray. We were writing 21 episodes of the Gospel Bill show, and I was just thrilled to have a TV show, was thrilled to have a group of technicians in a studio where I could film it, even though it was almost a thousand miles away, and even though I had to shoot 21 episodes in one week's time. I had done that already for one week, and I had begun to realize that is a pretty ambitious schedule, and our quality is not what it ought to be. And so here we are uh, with round two of of these episodes to finish out our yearly contract, and I said, Lord, this is just not the way it ought to be. I I really need to take about a week to do one episode. It would be great if we had a studio here so we could do these on a weekly basis. It would help me so much. And when I said that, there was something in me. I I, I had a knowledge in me. I didn't know what the answer was. I didn't know what God was about to say to me. But there was just a little stoppage right there. I knew it would be wrong for me to continue with my writing. So we stopped and I turned to my partner and said, let's pray. So we started praying. And after three, four, five minutes, it wasn't long at all, I heard these words. If you ask me, I'll give you the studio. The TV studio, it's across the street from your office. That blew me away. That had never crossed my mind. I'd never thought about it one time. But I want to tell you what happened. God put that in my spirit. And it was in my spirit for months before we actually moved into the building. That studio became a reality. And that's how God answers prayers. The prayers become real to you before you ever see them. If it's not real to you before you see it, you won't get the answer. That's an important spiritual lesson. The answer has to become real to you before you see it. So let's go on here. Christ promised that the Holy Spirit would be given to the people who believed in him. And uh, he talks about living water. And you know, there are two times where he talks about living water. One is in John 4 when he told the woman of Samaria that there was a well of water that would spring up into everlasting life. And then later in John chapter 7, uh, on the day of Simhat Torah, the great feast on the eighth day of uh, the Feast of Tabernacles, which is the happiest day of the year, 
in all of Israel the greatest day of rejoicing. On that day, Jesus said, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink, for out of his innermost being, or out of his womb, out of his belly, out of his heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now, Jesus said, As the Scripture hath said, he quotes Scripture. So what Scriptures did he quote? Well, I want to turn you, first of all, to the book of Isaiah, Isaiah the prophet, chapter 12. <coughs> Pardon me. And in that day, he said, you will say, O Lord, I will praise you. Though you were angry with me, your anger is turned away, and you comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. Now, this sounds like a person who's been forgiven of sins, doesn't it? I will trust and not be afraid, for Yah, the Lord, is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy. Now, this is God answering the person who's prayed like this. Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And in that day, you will say, praise the Lord. Call upon his name. Declare his deeds among the peoples. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, O inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in your midst. So the idea here is, here's a person who is guilty before God, but who is forgiven, who sees God as his salvation. They've been forgiven, and now they are drawing out water from the wells of salvation. So our first experience with the Holy Spirit is to be born again, and it is like receiving a well, and a well is privately owned. Now, here is uh, Isaiah again talking about living water, and it's Isaiah chapter 44 and verse 3, and I believe this is the passage that Jesus is referring to in John 7, 38. And here's what Isaiah says, For I will pour water on him who is thirsty, and floods on the dry ground. Now, that's not a well. Uh, you wouldn't describe a well as floods on dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your offspring. They will spring up among the grass like willows by the water courses. That's, those are rivers. So the rivers of living water are for many. And that is the gift of the Holy Spirit so that we can go out and minister, to be empowered, to share with others. So two different things that we have in this flow from the Lord. And so it is like the rivers. And the rivers, of course, are the four rivers of Genesis. So we learn that the first river in Genesis that we're to learn from is the river Pishon. And the word Pishon means to be made fat, to grow up fat. So it has to do with being edified and personally strengthened and healthy. The second river in Genesis 2.13 is called Gihon or Gihon. Uh, this name of the second river is Gihon. And it means to labor to come forth. Now there's an idea that's being conveyed here. And the idea is that revelation has to be fought for. And boy, is that the truth. You know, when Martin Luther rediscovered that the just shall live by faith, that we're not saved by works, we're not saved by keeping the creeds of the church, we're, we're saved by, by faith in God, by faith in the shed blood of Christ. That's what he discovered, the just shall live by faith. 
that was a truth that was hard fought. We think that people just rolled out of bed in the morning and they saw all these amazing spiritual truths, but they didn't. Those truths were lost between the early church and the time of Luther, and they had to be rediscovered. And little by little, the church began to gain the knowledge that had been lost from its earliest days. And that revelation had to be fought for. It was something that had to be broken into the world. And that's the idea behind Gihon, to labor to come forth. There's a struggle in bringing out revelation. Now, the Holy Spirit is the revealer of all things concerning Christ. Uh, So he is the one who reveals not just what Christ has done for us. Now, this is important. Get this. He doesn't just reveal doctrinally what Christ has given us, although that's the first and most important thing. You've got to know that. But now that we have these ideas and we have these foundations of belief, in order to carry out our assignments, we have to have tools. We have to have church buildings. I remember in uh, uh, 1989, in the spring of 89, uh, we were in a rented facility. We'd been there for two and a half years. Um, I was I was happy to stay there as long as we needed to, but I thought, you know, I do need to start thinking about where we're going to meet in the long run and what kind of a building we will have ultimately. And as I prayed in, in September of 1989, I had a sense, uh, and I heard these words, you will hit 2,000 people sooner than you think. We were in about 1,100 people at the time. You'll hit 2,000 sooner than you think. When you hit 2,000, I'll tell you what to do about your building. So I, I, I thought, well, there's no sense in me trying to find anything on the building now because we don't run 2,000 yet. When we hit 2,000, God said, he'd tell me what we're going to do about a building. So we went into the next year, 1990, and January of that year, the Holy Spirit put a challenge to me. He said, shoot for 2,000 people on the first Sunday of May. So we did that, and uh, we set a goal. We motivated our people. We went out and invited folks, and we had a special guest. We really, really worked to get ready for this, and we didn't hit 2,000. We hit 2,800, and we smashed the goal. It forever changed our church. And I knew that week, I knew God's going to talk to me this week and he's going to tell me what to do about the building. And I mean, sure enough, we had Wednesday prayers for our staff and team members. And when I knelt down to pray, I mean, instantly I was in the spirit and I knew God was going to tell me something. He didn't tell me a lot. He didn't tell me where, but he gave me two words, 50,000 square feet, $2.7 million. And those two numbers were what got us into our first building. But I had to fight for that. That was something that uh, did not come easy. Now I want to read to you from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 as it uh, pertains to this revelation. And and here's what it says in verses 9 and 10. Uh, But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him that God has revealed them to us through his spirit for the spirit searches all things Yes, the deep things of God. In other words, the things that God wants to reveal to us, they're deep. They have to be searched out. They don't come easy. They're not laying on top of the ground. You've got to dig for them. They're hidden. It's like mining for gold. And that's the idea behind Gihon, to labor to bring forth. Uh, God's revelation is like treasure. And so one of the flows of the Holy Spirit is the river of revelation. 
That's all the time I have for today, but we will pick up here tomorrow and we'll talk about that third river. See you then. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.